Sunday poor back. Sunday night. Selection Sunday. One of the best days of the year. If you're a sports fan, one of my personal favorite shows of the year. We have a bracket. It is not printed out yet, but it will be at some point this week. Do yourselves a favor. Print one out. Get some ink under your fingers. And uh, let's get going. What do we got? There's not. There's nothing like putting it down. You have to commit. You can't like go back. You can't shuffle. Once you write it in, you're set. You got it. That's why the pen is is necessary this time of the year. Because you go on CBS Sports, or whatever. You're just, you're clicking this guy. Oh, they, do I go eight here? Do I go nine here? And you're flipping. Like which one looks better? Here, here. You got to like you have to contemplate the matchups with the pen before you before you actually put it down forever. The pen is final in my mind. Yeah, the exactly. pen is final. There are no exactly. cross outs. Yeah, I. Uh... I'll never get used to doing it like online. I go in there with, with when it's already finalized and I just, you know, I'll click it I'll, You know, obviously you got to enter a pool that way, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. There's just something like my brain is 20 years behind. I can't get used to doing it on Yahoo or ESPN or CBS, whatever your, whatever your uh, site of choice is. I hear you. Know, I, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm used to doing it on there, but you got to do like the pen is it's uh it's definitive. It's like you said, it's final. Is this the time of year we all get reacquainted with Clark Kellogg, Jay Billis? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Clark Kellogg. <laughs> Good to see him back in action, these guys. Reggie Miller, Wendy's commercials start showing up again. Although I don't know if Reggie's calling games this year. Is Reggie, I Reggie think he got cut? replaced. I think yeah. he got replaced this year by uh, – it was not a good replacement. Uh, I forget who's replacing Reggie Miller. But it was not good. It's not Chris Weber. That would have been – a disaster. Oh my god! Imagine that would have been talking about taking a step backwards. Um, it couldn't be Weber. No. Oh, it's not okay. So this guy's probably not the analyst Reggie is, but probably a little more entertaining. Stan Van Gundy. Okay, yeah, Stan's fine. He's a good, good, good hoops guy. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard him do college. So that's that's always interesting to have these guys come in who are pros. Um, and that, you know, analysts and stuff, and have just a pro background, like like Barkley mails it in every year, yeah, everybody right, loves him. But like, Stan, like, I wonder, like, how, how Stan will do. Reg- Reggie seemed to be up on it, like, when he was doing it. I didn't, I never saw Reggie like flub anything really. Reggie's doing. was very good, yeah, for an NBA guy, yeah. I, so it's he's, just, he's uh, an overall good analyst, Reggie. Mm-hmm. Stan seems like he would have been like a third guy. A third member for Reggie. Oh, yeah, they had a three-man team. Yeah, like a rap to Grant Hill. They would have, yeah, they would have been a good, have been a good uh, duo to go with whoever was calling it. Yeah, yeah, that's, so- what Raf- that's what Raftery's there to call like the final four with Grant Hill. Mm-hmm. Grant Hill is the meat and potatoes guy. Yep, he's going to analyze the game, tell you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. But he's got no charisma, and Raft is just there. Like you know, you have those. Um, those like uh, those blocks in between games, mm-hmm. like four o'clock. You have like a window between four and like let's say seven thirty mm-hmm. when you're not calling a game, and like it's Nance, Raft, and Grant Hill. Like you know, if they go get a quick bite, Grant Hill's getting like a seltzer, and Raft is getting like a martini. <laughs> Loosening up for the night for the night for the night games for sure. Nance <laughs> will probably do like a white wine, but it won't be till like the end of the night. It won't be in between. 
not a, I can see Nance drinking like I don't know what he would drink. He would probably drink something brown though. I would assume. I don't think Nance is a white wine guy. Nance. Oh, uh, Nance screams white wine guy to me. I don't know. Doesn't he not believe in vegetables or something? No, it's Al Michaels. Come oh on, shit! Sorry, <laughs> I get him all confused. <laughs> no, Nance is a. Uh, I can just picture Raph just sitting there, just missing Vern Lundquist so much. Yeah, yeah. For those in between games, maybe oh, yeah. have like three hours to kill. <laughs> nice little like fillet and a couple martinis. I take my I take my Nance drinking something brown back. That was all based off my wrong instinct about the vegetables. I take no, Nance. He got married in like Napa Valley, Nance. <laughs> Hawaii. I don't I forget where he got married, but Francesca was there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. We got brackets. We're good to go. I want to run these guys down. See where uh, you want to guide us to uh, a winning a winning formula this year. Well, um, let, let, let me ask you something before we kind of jump in. We usually do like just we go through we go through each um area right we go like whatever southeast midwest west we just go go through yeah. it game, yep. go game by game and figure it out what what's your initial feel for this tournament i know obviously this is like it's built for upsets but we get you know there are years where final four is very chalky even like you know where you just kind of see like one like one seeds through like four seeds maybe five seeds maybe the the lowest seed and then there's other times you'll see somebody uh, a, a higher seed, a double digit seed sneak in there. What's your feel for this year's tournament? Is it, are we going to have that kind of thing again, where it's all it's kind of chalky? Although you know, three ones showing where the final four. Are we going to get uh, some serious upsets early along the way, and and see some uh, see some teams that you're surprised to have in the final four? I think you'll get a few upsets early on. I I think it'll be. Um pretty standard in a sense of you'll get like three I mean put it this way I don't know the exact stat but in the last 25 years I'll ballpark it in 24 out of those 25 years you've had a one two or a three seed win only exception was UConn in 2014 Mm -hmm. so if you're looking to pick a winner Usually, I don't think I, I don't know if I ever picked anybody outside of a one, two, or three, just because that's the way it rolls. Um, in terms of the final four, I would say you'll get one region that blows up, which is pretty standard. Usually, you get one that blows up, like give me a uh, five or higher, let's say, in there. And then I think three of the regions will have your standard one, two, or three seed. Okay. Um, I think, you know, there's, there's a case to be made for a few of these teams, these, uh, you know, let's say four through seven or eight uh, seeds. But for the most part, I think, uh, I don't know. We always hear like, the, the term wide open, I feel like maybe one of the most overused terms in all of sports. Like we used it in the NFL going into the playoffs and it was the two one seeds that made it. Like it, I, I feel like it's overused. But I mean, we, we use it. Like we we use it here. We used it here, or just we used it the royal we there. The royal we. Oh, good. All right. Good. You're gonna hear. You're gonna hear. It's wide open. A, a, a ton over the next three days when people are filling out their brackets. Anytime any playoff starts, unless unless there's a definitive favorite, like a the definitive, like uh, dynasty no, type. There's favorite. no undefeated Gonzaga. There's yeah. no like Calipari Kentucky monster. There's no Duke mm. monster this year. 
you know, Alabama's the number one overall seed. They're kind of young. Um, I'd like to play the distraction card with them, but it seems that it hasn't phased them at all. They've been murdering everyone mm-hmm. on their path. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I made it five minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Don't blame me. Blame Texas A&M for no chilling today. Hey, uh, that, that, that's, that's normal. That's normal sports talk uh, vernacular right there. That's not your fault. Right. No, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? Don't blame me. Blame Brandon Miller. Uh, so, you know, you have, like, Alabama as the number one overall seed. They're kind of young. They, they have the best player in college basketball from what yeah. I've seen. Miller's unbelievable. Um, but, again, like, Durant was unbelievable. They, not that Durant was a one seed when he was in tax, at Texas, but they got out, knocked out second round. Mm-hmm. So I tend to look for, like, upperclassmen, especially guard upperclassmen. Alabama has all the pieces. They just, you know, they may lack a little bit in experience. Um, then you have, like, the other one seeds, Houston, who their dude Sasser is hurt. I don't know about them. And who else we got? Kansas and Purdue rounds out the top four. So yeah. um, Kansas I don't love only because – and they've done a great job this year getting back to another one seed coming off a championship, you know, defending champs. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're, they're down two men from last year who were veterans, and now their best player, Grady Dick, who if you've seen him, like class, like he should be playing for Duke, this guy. Just like a tall, then, lengthy cracker. That's a name. The name sounds like a Duke name. He's, no, he looks exactly how, you're, how you would envision him, too. Um, and then Purdue's the last one seed, and Purdue is just – this is the second straight year where I really like Purdue. I just can't get past the name on the front of the jersey. Mm-hmm. If they were just out there playing like blind resume, like they were wearing like black jerseys or white jerseys with nothing on them, I would like them so much more than if, you know, <laughs> I could actually see um, what they're wearing. But yeah, I mean, I don't know how you want to, you want to go region by region, or I just want to, I just want to give you a little lay of the one no. seeds a little bit, give them their due. Yep. Well, we'll start with Alabama's region in the south. Um, south. Yeah. Now, where is this? Where is this region being played? Uh, the, Alabama, uh, Birmingham, Orlando. Wait, what? So that's the first round. Yeah. What? Where am I? Oh, what the hell am I looking at? Well, I know the west. I know the west is Vegas. The east is MSG. I'm just not sure where the Midwest and South are. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. All right, I'll get it. Um, we can start breaking down until I figure that out, though. Okay. All right, so let's see. We yeah, got- number one number one seed overall. They got to play in. Alabama's got to play in one of the f- first four. Um, and this is – I love first four games because it's abbreviated on here. TAMU CC, so that community college, and SEMO. <laughs> So I, I don't I don't even know who either of those teams are. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I mean they're gonna get rolled by Bama. That's not you know that's not the question. But um, yeah, Bama will have an easy uh, first round yeah. by there. I bet Bama whatever the spread is. That's gonna be a big one. That could be like a 28, 29 point yeah. spread. And that's another thing about the one seeds. I always lay the number with the one seed in the first round, automatic no matter what. Three There's gonna be four, a couple right? blowouts. 
Yeah, three out of four, most likely. Four, maybe, maybe you might get all four. Worst case scenario, I think you split two, two. You have yeah. to pay the Vic. Mm-hmm. But I always like the one seeds to roll. Uh, all right, then the eight nine matchup is uh, Maryland West Virginia. Maryland was twenty one and twelve. West Virginia nineteen and fourteen. These are two um, two just the, the teams we always see in the tournament. You know, maybe yeah, you got not, Huggins. Maybe, with uh, West Virginia, Willard with Maryland. I think I saw West Virginia opened up as a as a small favorite in this game. Okay. Uh, I always look for eight nine matchups where like the winner can give the one seed a little bit of a uh, little bit of a run for their money in the second round. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen of Maryland and West Virginia, though, I don't know if those are the teams that are gonna push Alabama. Right now, the way I'm looking, Alabama to me is vulnerable just because they haven't played many close games and they have a young team. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about West Virginia or Maryland pushing them, though. Okay. I've no, I have no idea what to expect in that game. That's going to just be like one of those games that you just pick. This is Willard's first year in Maryland. He lands. Yes. I mean, he's like, he was used to being the eight seed at Seton Hall. We were there a lot as, as like an eight, nine seed type. Type team. I'm not. What, did he inherit a decent team? It must have been okay. Was Maryland in the tournament last year? I know they were in the tournament two years ago as a 10 seed when they beat UConn. I can't remember if Maryland was there last year. I feel like they may have missed out on the tournament last year. Okay, and that's how he ended up with the gig. All right. Yeah. So he, comes, so he brings him to the tournament in his first year there, first year in Maryland. Um. Yeah. This is yeah, toss up for me. It's a toss up. Toss up. This I think is just a sacrificial land for Alabama. The way they're playing. yeah. And then the five uh, five twelve matchup is a twenty seven and six San Diego State team against the thirty one and three Charleston. I don't know what that. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna do that ten more times where I like load up on the name and yeah. not have any idea what the mascot is. Charleston um, shoes. Charleston shoes. There it is. Thirty one and three. <laughs> I haven't had a Charleston chew in I don't know how long. This is ruin your teeth. Don't go to the dentist the next day. <laughs> chewy motherfuckers. It's in, uh, it's in the title. It is. It is. Yeah. It's warning you. Uh, this is a game where I've already seen the spread in this one. This this is you got to look out when you're filling out your bracket. You got to look at point spreads. Mm-hmm. Don't just look at the seed matchups because everyone's like, oh, you know, beware of the twelve five matchup. Beware of this match six eleven whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to look at the actual point spread, and this point point spread is telling because right now it has San Diego State only favored by four and a half. So that tells me Charleston is a live dog in this game without really knowing much about Charleston. Okay, yeah, no, I watched good, a little bit of San tip. Diego State. I watched a little bit of San Diego State uh, this year, and uh, I mean they were ranked for a little bit. I watched them a little bit on uh, was it last night against Utah State. Wasn't overly impressed. The cramming okay. I did for the test, I did not. I was. I did came away a little unimpressed with all San right. Diego State. So Charleston just has to. All I got to do is see like one mixtape of Charleston, and I might be on them. How, how many? When you pick brackets, I'm not looking for anything scientific here. But how many twelves are you picking generally? Are you picking two twelves? Because at least one. Okay. At least yeah. one. Okay. 
I, I yeah, can't no, you have to. I mean, there may be there may have been a year where I picked four fives without realizing it, but for the most part, I mean, I even yeah. look for a thirteen a lot, a lot of times mm-hmm. to go with. Okay. All right. Uh, below them, we have uh, the number four seed in the bracket, Virginia, twenty-five and seven. Furman, another uh, uh, low seed favorite, twenty—not favorite spread, but favorite of the. Uh, betting public or at least the bracket filling public uh Furman again did it again for uh Furman Furman Mark Furman Mark Furman yeah 27 uh, this another one not a big spread uh five and a half Virginia's land I from what I've uh seen really quick about the analysis of this game just talking heads on TV real quick mm-hmm. they said that Furman plays similar to Virginia which means this is going to be an ugly, like, drag them out game. First to 52 wins. That's not that's not good for the higher seed to, to hear that you have a similar makeup and a similar style as the 13 seed. I feel like that plays, the, especially when it's an ugly style, I feel like that, that's got to favor the low seed. Like uh, if, if, yeah. I, I just, I always feel like the low seed is, has a little bit of an advantage, especially for a close game. We've talked about this every year, but like, you know, that's the crowd gets behind them when the when they smell the upset. Right. Doesn't matter unless it's unless it's like you know, you got like a Kentucky team that's near Kentucky or something like that. It's the only only way that maybe doesn't happen like that. But um, if, if Furman can muddy it up enough, and Virginia can't, you know, make it rain on them, they're gonna. It sounds Where like is Furman. Gonna, I don't know. But it sounds like they can kind of slug it out with them. That's the case. The game's in Orlando. Furman's in South Carolina, so over under is only one one thirty two over under. Yeah, it's gonna be an ugly one. One thirty two. Yeah, I'll take the under still. <laughs> both both teams hit sixty points. You still you still cash the ticket. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, right off the bat, there those are two live dogs. It looks like if you you know take into account the point spread. Yeah. Uh, below them, we have Creighton out of the Big East, of course, uh, against NC State in the 6-11 matchup. Yeah, Creighton's one of those teams, preseason number one uh, in the Big East. They never really fired. They had moments where it looked like they were going to take off, couldn't really gain any steam. Still finished third, so, I mean, good team. Uh, don't know much about NC State. ACC kind of had a down year this year. Uh, let's see if I can get a spread on this game. I, I mean, I like Creighton, not even looking at Creighton's lane five and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's Big East bias or not, but I like uh, I like Creighton in that game. That's a tough match. That's a tough six seed to run into. Creighton. Creighton's been a good road, uh, a good tournament team too. Yeah. Uh, yep. Last year they uh, made it out of the first round. Uh, had a second half lead against Kansas, who ended up winning it. Pushed Kansas in the second round, ended up losing. Year before that, they went to the Sweet 16 and uh, gave Gonzaga a good game. That was the undefeated Gonzaga team. Mm-hmm. So Creighton's been a, a good turning team, kind of had some bad luck, I guess, running into the eventual champion mm-hmm. during their runs. Um, I don't know what to make of them, though, because they they it seems like they've kind of, uh, you know, I don't want to, let's say, you know, not lived up to expectations, I guess. But yeah. if they could put it all together here, 
Um, with I, that's a team that could play the second weekend. Okay. They could be playing second All weekend. Right. All right. And then below them, we have Baylor against uh, UC Santa Barbara. That's the three fourteen matchup. Yeah. Uh, this game looks like. Oh, by the way, Louisville is where the region's being played. This one. There you go. This will be. Uh, it looks like. I think Friday, Sunday. Um, yeah, Friday, Sunday. Baylor's ten and a half point favorites here. Baylor's been a good turning team with Drew recently. I mean, they were choke artists for a while under Drew until they finally break broke through in the uh, in the bubble uh, tournament a couple of years ago. And then last year they lost to they got picked off by Carolina in the second round, one eight matchup. Uh, obviously, Carolina went on that run. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know anything about Santa Barbara. Baylor kind of stumbled down the stretch. They lost their big freshman, but I think he came back in the conference tournament. Uh, Keontae George, I, I think he's back. Uh, so I would probably lean towards Baylor moving on in this game. But they have kind of they, – they haven't played their best ball down the stretch, Baylor. Put it that way. Kansas and Texas kind of emerged in that conference. So uh, – I would keep I would keep an eye on this one, even though I think Baylor ten and a half big number. Uh, definitely lean Baylor in this one, but uh, I don't know. So keeping it keep an eye out on those injuries for them. All right, I feel like Baylor is going to bust a lot of people's brackets. People putting them deeper than they should get. Yeah, I I've never been a Baylor guy. They've always been one of those I got to see it to believe it, and then they finally did it a couple years ago. Mm. So it's hard. It's hard for me to adjust my brain into thinking they're a good tournament team. But yeah, I would lean towards them. I would lean towards Creighton coming out of that little four okay. game tournament, whatever you want to call it. All right. Next one up is uh, Missouri, uh, Utah State in the seven ten matchup. Utah State uh, is favored by two here. The ten seed. Just is favored who's favored? Utah. Uh, yeah, the ten, yeah, they're the ten seed. Yeah, talk about a game with just no identity. I mean, Missouri, Utah State. This is a game where five minutes left. You hope there's a game. Yeah, but if this is going up against other games, this is going to be like four out of four in your viewing, probably. Just Utah State mm. out of the Mountain West. Mountain West got four teams in, by the way. I think you're going to hear a, a little bit of uh, you're going to hear some complaining out of that because you had some teams that were left out. Uh, Oh yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, UNC got left out. Rutgers got left out. Rutgers is the team. I think UNC probably didn't deserve it. Rutgers is the team that may have been like the first one mm. out, and they might point to all the you know Utah State, Boise, Nevada, all these teams getting in. Yeah, Utah State. I saw them play against San Diego State yesterday. Nobody could throw the ball in the hoop. It was gross. <laughs> it was missed free throws. It was a snail's pace game. Uh, and Missouri, I don't think I've watched once this year. Uh, the fact that the 10 seed is favored makes me uh, lean 10 seed out of the gate, though. Yeah. You know, this is you're going to be watching this game because it's up against Kansas Howard. <laughs> so you, could, you have no choice but to watch this game, unfortunately. All right. Yeah. Uh, Thursday at 140. Um, all right. Below that, and the last game of the bracket, the two seed Arizona. Takes on the 15 seed Princeton tournament, darling Princeton. Right. So Arizona was a one seed last year 
uh, made it to the Sweet 16 and lost to Houston, I believe. Um, so they got a little bit of a uh, little bit of chip on their shoulder, I guess, looking to right some wrongs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't fuck. I don't. Uh, I don't know much about Arizona. They play in a, you know, the Pac-12 has been down for years now. They got three teams in. That's it, and one mm-hmm. of them's in the playing game in Arizona State. Tough, to, tough to handicap the teams, the top teams, them and UCLA. And then Princeton, I watched today. Uh, Yale missed a ton of free throws. Princeton benefited probably from having the game in their gym, a little neutral site action in in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this what's the spread in this one? Like, we're talking like 13, 13 range. I might have it here. Let's see, 13 and a half. I always give the Ivy League teams a shot if they could just, you know, be smart, hit some. They had some shooters. I'll say that watching Princeton play today, they had some shooters. All it takes uh, is one guy, all it takes is one guy to get hot. They're probably gonna need more than one guy, but no, you know, playing Arizona. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if a guy starts hitting threes and Arizona's missing free throws and having empty, empty uh, uh, possessions, like that's that's the one guy. You know, just is right making it rain. They find yeah. him open from deep every time. That's uh, it's terrifying for a two seed. Yeah, Arizona is one of those teams too, and this goes back to like the Sean Miller era when he could never get over the hump. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're one of those teams that it's been a while since you could count really count on Arizona in the tournament. It's been a long time. So they've almost like turned into a see it to believe it team, even though we've seen them do it. It's just been so long. So, um, yeah, part of it is like, I always like the Ivy league. My heart is with the Ivy league. I think Princeton could hang around in this game. It's in Sacramento, Arizona. Probably had the crowds a long trip from New Jersey, but uh, I don't know. Look at look at a few fans in the building. Yeah, I like to side with the Ivy League too, but I feel like Arizona's going to roll. I just, just I don't think this is the year. Yeah, I mean it's it turns the problem with the Ivy League is it turns into like a men versus boys game, and eventually the talent is just too much. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm going to say I'm going to say Princeton could hang around in that game though. Uh, all right, uh, gut reaction without even without putting pen on it. Who's uh, who's your final four team out of the South? Going Bama. I mean, Bama's the best team. Bama's probably the best team. In, I mean, the number one overall seed for a, a reason. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would look. Uh, I don't know if I can give you a final. I'll give you like a dark horse. I, Creighton would be the team that That's I think could okay. blow up. Yeah, that's right. a team that could blow up the the, uh, the region. I like McDermott has grown on me over the years. I don't know what happened Friday night in the Big East tournament. Xavier rolled them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of no-showed that game. Xavier was just wire to wire. Uh, and I do feel like Creighton was one of the preseason teams I liked, so part of it is me being maybe stubborn. I think I gave them out as a team to, to win it all, mm-hmm. whatever they were, 30-1, to 40-1. to 1. So part of it's being stubborn. But that's a team that could uh, – Blow up the region, I would say. Bama's the best. I mean, Bama's the best team. Everyone's going to pick Bama. All right. On to the east. The one seed here is Purdue. They will take on uh, first four winner, Texas Southern. FD, is that, FDU, is that Fairleigh Dickinson? Yeah, Fairleigh Dickinson got in on a technicality, too. 
How'd they lost in? their they lost their conference title game to a team that's not eligible yet. When you Who's transfer from when you I forget who it was, but when you transfer from D two to uh, D one, yeah. there's like a five year waiting period, which makes no fucking sense at all. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, it happened last year too to somebody. I can't remember who it was. Uh, so yeah, that's why Fairleigh Dickinson is in. Uh, that's an easy. I mean, Purdue's getting out of that one. Barely Dickinson lost to Merrimack. Is that right? That sounds like a team that just became D1. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, I can't wait till Merrimack finds their way back into the tournament um, yes. to get rolled by a team like Purdue or something. Yep. Uh, all right, Memphis, Florida Atlantic in the 8-9 there. Memphis yeah, is a I classic mean, eight nine team. I don't. I don't remember ever seeing Florida. They Atlantic. live in the eight nine game. Memphis yeah, was do. in the eight nine game last year, beat Boise State, and then lost to somebody. I don't remember who. A one seed. Uh, let's see. Memphis. Let's see if I can get a spread on this one. Is you Florida Atlantic favored in this game? Florida Atlantic is one of those teams where I think they may have been ranked at some point this year. They just like they basically steamrolled everybody in their conference. Like even if they had lost their uh, conference championship to UAB, they would have been in, I believe. Okay. Like, that's how good of a year they've had. I think they only have what three losses or whatever. Um, let's see if I can get a spread in this one. Uh, I got Me- probably... Memphis by two and a half. Memphis by two and a half. Yeah. Uh... You know, Memphis doesn't really play in a tough conference either. They play in the American with Houston. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna side Florida Atlantic here. Is it is it uh, dangerous or is it easy or is it both? I guess this answer is. I don't. Know, I guess I don't know what my question is here, but could you find yourself in trouble by getting too upset, happy, picking these brackets? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's e- yeah, it's easy to fall in love with because you want to have fun with it, but then you're entering pools and you want to win too. But it's like you're trying to balance out fun and trying to win money, right? Then but you then get you... mad. You get mad at like the chalky asshole who's in first <laughs> place in your pool and he's got you know two upsets. That's somebody who hasn't watched you know college basketball games since 1989. Yes, usually, yeah. Uh... Yeah, and you, I, I think people want to do, pick the upsets because they want to feel smarter than everybody. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a contrarian nature to that. Yeah. USA goes down 2 nothing in the first inning. All right, we need, Schwarber, a two-run homer. We need Schwarber to pick us up again. <laughs> uh, below Memphis for Atlantic, we have the 5-seed Duke, 26-8, and eight, against the 12-seed Oral Roberts, 30-4. and four. What's Duke in this game? Six, seven? What's the spread? Uh, hang on, I got it. Uh, where did I, where did Duke go? I got six and a half. Yeah, I got an opening half, at yeah. seven. All right, so seven and a half, six and a half mm-hmm. uh, range. Uh, you have Oral Roberts record in front of you. Yeah, Oral Roberts is thirty and four. Okay, good year from Oral Roberts. This is a uh, another classic five twelve matchup. My hope here, this is one where I'll be hoping Duke, you know, loses. My hope here is everyone 
out of nowhere has fallen in love with Duke now because they've gotten hot here the last month of the season. Mm-hmm. And it just sets everybody up for a big fall here and Oral Roberts takes them out. I'm, I'm not sold on Duke. I, I think the ACC was weak this year. Uh, I mean, they did a nice job beating Virginia Saturday night, and I forget who they beat in the semis. Miami, who I, who I like too. Um, but I'm, I'm not sold on Duke. I'm not the, buying them. The public is on Oral Roberts with the points as of right now, and money line is 50-50 right down the middle. Yeah, you'll see a lot of underdogs getting some shine here probably early on. People just want to pounce on them. All right. Uh, the next one under there, we have Tennessee, the four seed, against Louisiana, 13 seed. Never trust Rick Barnes. All right. I, I never I never like Rick Barnes. He's one of the most unbettable uh, March coaches there is, at least top <laughs> two or three. Uh, what do you got for express? This one double digits. What do we have here? Because Tennessee is a big physical bully team. They, yeah, they, ten, and I always associate, ten and a half. Okay. This might be the one. This might be the game where you bet Barnes before he lets you down. Because there will be a game in there. If, there. There'll probably be a game where Tennessee just flexes and wins by thirty. This could be the game. I would lean towards Tennessee. Just first instinct, first gut. Yeah. Um, but don't be surprised if if Rick Barnes does something stupid. Don't uh, yeah, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't hitch my wagon to Tennessee making any sort of deep lanky run, put it that way. Well, hey, if, ten- if Tennessee gets Oral Roberts in the second round, that could be the Oral Roberts uh path to the Sweet 16. Could be. There don't sleep on Oral Roberts. You just wrote it. Uh I'm not in pen yet, but that might be what's coming up. All right. Next we have Kentucky. Um, 21 and 11, the six seed against Providence, 21 and 11. Two teams I've been off all year. I don't really love either of these teams. Kentucky, just like Duke, they've gotten hot. Uh, but I mean, you can't trust Kentucky. They lose to Vanderbilt the other night, who's not a tournament team. They lost at home to somebody, uh, the last week of the season. I can't remember who it was. Every time you want to trust Kentucky, they screw you. Providence, Ed Cooley, nice guy. You know, seems like a great guy. I just never trust his teams in March. You got a spread in it. Kentucky's favored, right? Yeah, Kentucky, favored by a few. Kentucky by four. Two teams I don't trust. Two teams I don't like. I guess I'll just take the points and take Providence in this one. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I mean, this is this is a tough one. I think I don't, I'm leading I don't Providence. Team. I think I'm leading Providence here. Kentucky's yeah. Kentucky's a team that you know. Everybody always overrates them because of who they are, the name name recognition there. It always feels like, I mean, maybe not this year, but Kentucky always feels like they're people final, people's final fours regardless yeah. of, of the year they've had. Probably not, maybe they're a little bit too low this year to, to make it make that kind of noise, but I'm going to lean Providence here. I think Kentucky's uh, is due for one of these early exit disappointments. Okay. Uh, Kansas State. Is a three seed and they take on Montana State. What do we got for this spread? I know nothing about Kansas State. Uh, the spread here is eight and a half. Kansas State by eight. Mm. Little, little on the low side for a uh, little on the low side for a three fourteen. Maybe I lean Montana State. 
just because mm. late late game Friday, crazy shit happens. Last game Friday. Yep. We're get we're getting underdog happy. <laughs> we are. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this I is the bracket. Getting... This, this is the Purdue bracket. This is one's going to blow up. So yeah, you said one bracket's going to blow up. This is the one. This is the one. I threw. The- through most of these games, it sounds like we think this is the one that's going to blow up the easiest. Yeah. All right. We'll take a break, finish this region when we come back. Yeah. A couple more games in the East and we'll uh, get to the others, other two when we come back. All right. Right back into it. We're looking uh, at the uh, East region here. Michigan State is a seven against USC. Michigan State is a two point favorite here. And this game is in, let's see, Columbus, Ohio. So a little bit closer to Michigan State's house. Um, Michigan State is always a very chalky pick, very trendy pick. I like Michigan State, though. Uh, They had a real bad loss down the stretch a couple weeks ago. They blew like a 13-point lead in a minute and a half to Iowa. Mm. I never like – I don't know if teams can recover from that like this late in the season – you know, they lost to Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. So I would be careful with Michigan State. Uh, but they have some they have some uh upperclassmen guards on their team. USC, I don't I just don't buy uh other than Arizona and, and UCLA, I don't really buy anyone else in that conference. Uh, I have to go with Michigan State, just better conference. And uh I I, I don't love USC. All right, and the next and final matchup in the East is number two Marquette, another Big East team against 15 seed Vermont. Yeah, you know, I felt Marquette was overrated all year, and I, I guess I have to kind of eat, eat those words because regular season and Big East tournament champs. Uh, what they did defensively Friday night to UConn, and especially Saturday night to uh, Xavier. I mean, Xavier just didn't stand the chance, could not do anything on offense Saturday night. So I'm like I'm I'm I've come around somewhat on Marquette. I don't know. This seems like a tough two fifteen game. Vermont is always one of those teams without knowing anything about them that they're gonna have like a couple tall seven foot white kids that could just ball and shoot. Yeah, you just, just kind of what you expect. Uh, the fact that it's only eleven tells me Vermont's a live dog. I'd have to go. Marquette's playing well though. I, I'd have to go Marquette. That's a game, though, I feel like 10 minutes left. It's like a five- or six-point game. Just a gut feel. I think Marquette survives. Mm-hmm. I'd be careful lay, laying the 11, though. Vermont's just one of those te- – Vermont's got a little pedigree. Let's see him put a little scare into him. That'd be interesting. They put a scare into Arkansas last year, I'm pretty sure. 4-13 matchup. Yeah, Took him to the wire. Yeah, Vermont's for real when it comes. They're, they're one of those teams that's there a lot. They know what they're doing. Yep. Coach knows how to prep them. So, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if Marquette uh, gets put on their heels a little bit. Off to the Midwest, where the number so one. For, oh, yeah. for a sleeper to come out of that region. Oh, yeah. I didn't even do the, yeah, recap. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, boorish, sluggish, boorish. I'm a little reluctant to give you Michigan State. <laughs> Uh, I would say if you're looking for a top team that's not like one through three or one through four, Mm -hmm. 
We'll go Florida Atlantic. I mean, they've had a big time year. They've lost three games all year. If they can get okay. past that Memphis game, they got Purdue. Uh, hopefully, they have a little bit of size on that team because they're going to have to go up against Edie, seven for four. But uh, yeah, I go Florida Atlantic. Okay. Michigan State, Michigan State, though, I'll keep an eye on too. Okay. All right. Midwest, Midwest, we have Houston as the one seed. Houston, we know, uh, another tournament um, regular against Northern Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, Houston's going to win this game. Houston has been a good, uh, good tourney team. They, they went to the Elite Eight last year, got beat by Nova. Year before that, got, went to the Final Four, lost to Baylor. So they've been game. They've kind of become like the new or, I guess, newish Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Mid-major team that's untested, uh, you know, just showing up as like a one or two seed every year. And the pressure's on now, though. Now, like the bullseye is going to be on you. You know, like, a couple years ago they were, I think, a a five seed when they went to the. Uh, well, they were five seed last year, and then they were two seed a couple years ago when they went to the uh, when they went to the final four. Now, I mean, the expectations get ramped, you know, ramped up. Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's. Looking at the road right now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's finish the read. I'm, I'm trying to find, like, no took, of this region. It took Gonzaga a while. Find a way to the promised land. I don't know that the path will be similar for Houston, but usually you got to get knocked down a peg before kind of coming back and making, yeah. making it work. Right. And, and then, then they're still waiting on uh, – the kid Sasser, I believe, didn't play today. They got beat by Memphis. He's had a bum ankle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they made, I mean, they made the right call. As much as I like championship, we can't be playing a guy Sunday afternoon. You know, you already had a one seat in your back pocket. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll be something. Definitely keep an eye on if, if the kid Sasser can come back. I think he's their leading scorer. I'm not sure. Uh, so definitely keep an eye on that. I mean, it'll be fine probably in the first round, but going forward. All right, and the 8-9 matchup is Iowa-Auburn. I believe this is a little bit of uh, differing styles here. Auburn's a defensive team. Iowa's a offensive team. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Is this game in, this game's in Birmingham? I believe so, yeah. That's, I mean, that's Auburn is in Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just go – with Auburn based on that it's <laughs> geography. It's a one and a half point spread. I'm looking at Auburn's favored. Uh, Auburn's hasn't really clicked this year. Uh, Iowa's had their moments. They had that comeback against Michigan state. Like I just referenced. I mean, it's a classic eight, nine game. It's uh, I'm wasting time just analyzing it. It's a one and a half point spread. Flip a coin. I, Part of me think part of me wants to go Iowa because I feel like Auburn and Birmingham seems too obvious. I may have to like fade my simpleton brain and go Iowa. Yeah, you're looking at it just from the home field advantage aspect. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, 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 here I don't know if if it's truly like that opposite opposite to track thing. Um, I don't know if I trust a defensive nine seed against an offensive eight seed like a defensive three you know i could see kind of being that good yeah but i just i don't know i don't know if auburn's gonna be able to lock down iowa here yeah i always got the kid mccaffrey i think he's the coach's son same last name i don't know they're related he could shoot a little bit 
they always, you know, it's a typical, it's a typical Iowa team. A bunch of white kids that can shoot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Flip a coin in that one. Yeah, let's go. Miami, Florida at Drake. At Drake. Uh, that's the 5 12 matchup. Drake's the yep. 12 there. This spread is what? Two and a half Miami, I read? I think it was, yeah. I just had it. I lost it. Where the fuck did it go? Uh, I just had it. Uh, yeah, Miami by two and only two and a half. Yep. I mean, talk about a live 12 seed. I mean, the spread is telling you. This Begging is in you. Albany. Albany Friday night. Begging you. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're begging you to take Miami, right? Five seed only laying two and a half. I kind of like Miami. I don't know what happened at the end of the year. I, I thought they were going to make a run in the ACC tournament. They lost to Duke Friday night. Uh, Larinaga, you know, way back when, took George Mason to mm-hmm. the Final Four back in 06. I, uh, Miami's, I think their two leading scorers are guards. I believe, um, I believe they're upperclassmen. I could be, and I, Miami might be dealing with an injury. I'm not sure if that's true or not. So definitely take a peek at the injury report before you take Miami. But I'm actually going to do what Vegas wants me to do. I kind of like Miami in this game. Mm-hmm. I, I think Miami could, I think Miami can make a run mm. uh, in this region. Yeah, okay. Don't, don't get too high on Drake. Uh, all right, then we have Indiana back in the tournament as a four seed, uh, playing Kent State, the 13 seed. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on Indiana this year. Indiana, two impressive wins this year against Purdue, mm-hmm. especially the, the, the latter, which was in Purdue. It was a primetime Saturday night game, like 7 p.m. start, raucous atmosphere. And they went in there. It was, I think they were losing by a few at the half, came out and just smoked Purdue in the second half. And I, you know, I said to myself that night, it wasn't even that long ago, two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, Indiana's for real. And since then, it's just like typical college team, just inconsistent. They lose to uh, Penn State in the, um, in the uh, conference tournament. I mean, they're okay. They're a tournament team, but still, lose to Penn State. They barely survived. I was in Mexico watching them play Michigan. They barely survived against Michigan, who stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, ever since I've started to believe in Indiana, I've kind of, like, had a rain in a little bit. The spread is four and four. a half, I'm reading. I got four, I mean, yeah. Four and a half, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's one where, like, you know, you talk about begging you to take the, the favorite. Yeah, my, fir- my first instinct is Kent State. And it's, yeah. you know, point spread driven. The 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 public 84% on Kent State money line right now. Yeah, you're gonna see the public high hammer and all the dog money. That's lines. high, that's high though, 84%. That's, that's Kent State, him. Kent State is one of those teams. Like people think of upsets when they think of Kent State. Uh, that's all you could think of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, not think- you're, you're in the 84%. Yeah. Uh Iowa State. Is the sixth, and they got the playing game, Mississippi State Pitt. Yeah, miss, I mean, we could mention the playing game real quick. I, I don't know yeah. much about that. I would, I would blindly take Mississippi State. Oh, I'm going with Pitt. Cable's team, right? Is he still there? I thought he got fired. No, I think he's still there. Oh, all right. I, I would blindly uh, blindly take Mississippi State. I would say I'm going to blind not. A little less blindly, say Pitt might make a run 
at Iowa State. Pitt wins and then has a shot against Iowa State. Uh, yeah, I usually like the teams that win on Tuesday and Wednesday to at least win a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't mind that. I, I've actually kind of liked Iowa State this year, but I don't love them. I, I mean, I, I, I definitely could see myself picking Pitt, picking the winner of that game over, uh, over Iowa State. And then we go to Xavier. I, I think this is the first time this team has been in the tournament. Kennesaw State. That's the three fourteen matchup played in Greensboro. Trying to figure out where Kennesaw is. Kennesaw's got to be. It's got to be down south. Ken, wait, who who's Kennesaw Mountain Land is? That's a baseball guy. I think so. Georgia is where it is. There you go. This game is being played in Greensboro, not too far from home. Uh, I would I would go. Xavier, what's the spread in this game? Eleven and a half. <laughs> I mean, to give you an idea, public ninety four percent on the Xavier money line. Nobody has any hope for Kennesaw State as of now. If we not a brand name like Kent State, that's all you need to know. Maybe maybe I do like Kennesaw State. <laughs> Maybe you no, do. I mean I know nothing about Kennesaw State. We'll see. I have time to talk myself into them, but for now, I mean, I think uh, Xavier got a wake up call by Marquette, so stick with Xavier. Fair enough. Um, Texas A and M's a seven seed. Penn State ten seed. Yeah, A and M seems like they got a little bit of a shaft. Man. They were the two seed in the SEC tournament. Okay, I know you can't necessarily go by all that, but. You know, they, they go all the way until today. They mm-hmm. get to the championship game. Beat, get beat by Alabama. Alabama's beating everybody. And they end up with a seven seed. I mean, I don't think I was expecting a two or a three or even a four, but, you know, Kentucky's ranked higher than them. Tennessee is ranked higher than them. I mean, a team like Arkansas that was the eighth team in that conference is an eight seed and only one, one you know, uh, one rung higher than – than uh, than A and M could be could be a little chip on their shoulder. I like I kind of like Buzz Williams back going back to his Marquette days. Mm-hmm. This is uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going A and M in this game. A and M three point favorites. Penn State played. They went down to the wire today with Purdue. They 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 hung in there, made a hell of a run in the uh, in the Big Ten tournament, but uh. People may people sometimes could overrate when teams make it when like a like a little bit of a Cinderella story in those conference tournaments. Uh, I'm pretty sure I like AM in this game though. I think I'm leaning the other way here, just for the record. Penn State. I think I kind of like Penn State here, yeah. Yeah, I mean AM Penn State to me has been on the bubble all year, and AM is like hovered around the, the you know top 25. Mm-hmm. I, I I just can't. Penn State's one of those teams I can't see being good at basketball. Yeah, it does. That's a football that, school. That part doesn't make sense for sure. They got seniors though. They got they got a lot of upperclassmen, point guards, upperclassmen. Yeah, power forwards, upperclassmen. They got you know, got some leadership there. Yeah, I, I just think A and M's going to come up with a little bit of a chip. I, I don't know. I don't know if people actually are they got four, about four, that seed. Four starting seniors on that team and a freshman. Yeah, I mean that's a recipe for a team that could 
that can make a little noise win a couple games. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, look, I didn't bother looking at the classmen on Texas A&M. I was looking for a reason to pick Penn State, so yeah, which well, people do. Plenty of time for that. <laughs> yeah, Texas Colgate is the two fifteen matchup to round out the Midwest. Colgate Texas, people, love, people, people are gonna love Colgate. But what's Texas, the spread? Fifteen. Fourteen. Uh, what we got here for that one? Let's see. This will be. I got fourteen one. here. It looks like. All right, we'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, t- Texas is. Uh, Texas finished really strong. They obviously they won the Big Twelve tournament, beat Kansas, and they beat Kansas. Final weekend of the year, so two big wins against Kansas, winning the tournament. That probably got them the two seed. That they, they probably jumped at least one seed there. Uh, I don't tough. Their coach lost his job like halfway through the season. Chris mm-hmm. Baird, who they got from Texas Tech, because he had a domestic issue with his. I don't know if it was a wife or a girlfriend, or police were involved, and he lost his job. Yeah, it's not. So good. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't even know who the coach is right now. But clearly, they've responded to him and finished strong. Maybe a little bit of a rallying cry. Uh, let's 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 win one despite our abusive uh, head coach. Despite head coach. the Gipper, yeah, don't win one for the Gipper. Win one despite the Gipper. Right, win one despite <laughs> the fucking rapist, whatever. But he didn't rape anybody, but abuser. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Texas. Uh, it's funny, like Texas kind of just went to the back of my brain once they lost their coach, and then they just made a run. So now mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what to do, what to make. And Colgate's not one of those teams that's always here that you just you're just used to seeing them in the bracket. You, you kind of automatically want to put them in for an upset. Tempting, definitely tempting. I think they've made some noise. I don't know if they've ever won a tournament game that I could think of, but I think they've been won. in the mix. I don't think they've ever won one, but they've been in the mix. I remember a few years back against Arkansas. I think they they played them tough in the first round. So uh, you know, maybe Texas will. Sweat a little bit, but Texas probably fifteen two still tough to pick. And it's Colgate. It's like, yeah, is Colgate gonna win, or are they just gonna like make a little, little noise? Make it interesting, Colgate. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, just just throw some just throw some punches. You know, land a couple of strong ones in the first half. Let them make them think about it. So we have to we have to put it on in the second half. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. All right, on to the West. Where you have Kansas as the one seed, twenty-seven and seven coming. My, in. Miami's the sleeper in that. In oh that. my god, it's a fucking terrible job. So Miami, all right, bad job by me. Miami, Florida, the five seed. You have as your sleeper final four pick there. All right. Yeah, my, I like Miami in that one. Okay. Um, on to the West, where Kansas and Howard will battle the one sixteen seed. Yeah. Tough spot for Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kansas is vulnerable. I stand by Kansas being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, obviously people are going to look at them as the defending champs. One seed, run it back. You know, Remy Martin, like I said, left. The kid, I think his name was McCormick, left. You know, they lost two veteran guys, and now it's a little bit of a younger team. This kid, Grady Dick, who I don't like. still don't like his name. I don't like his face. He's going to be a lottery pick, they're saying. He's like one of those one-and-done guys. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Kansas uh, very beatable. I, I do not 
if self brings this team to the final four, I mean, he, you know, he's got the two championships under his belt, but that, that would be, uh, that would be impressive. I just don't, I don't see this team. I don't see this team in the final four. I think they're going to get picked off. It will not be by Howard though. <laughs> Fair enough. They will Fair be enough. Howard by 40. Fair enough. We go to the eight, nine matchup and it is Arkansas, Illinois. Yeah, I got Arkansas. It looks like laying two and a half. Um, this is another one of my teams from uh, from earlier that I gave out. Arkansas just hasn't just hasn't been able to you know put together consistent wins this year. I like the coach. I like Musselman. So this is kind of a uh, a stubborn pick, like a hard headed pick. But I will ride Arkansas. Okay. In this one, like I, already, I almost automatically know I'm picking Arkansas in my bracket in this one just based on the fact that I liked them early in the year. I liked them last year. I liked the coach. And I have no no ties whatsoever to Illinois. I have not not watched Illinois much at all, so it's just like blindly taking Arkansas in that game. That's fair. That happens. Sometimes you just got to go with your gut. <laughs> I hope you're right. Just a gut, gut pick, Arkansas. Yep. And, I, and I think they could, you know – Waiting for Arkansas to put it together all year. Mm-hmm. The common theme with these with these college teams is waiting to put it together. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's in that one eight matchup against Kansas. We'll look ahead spot. The five uh, twelve matchup here. Oh, they put. I mean, they put this guys in twelve because they know you're going to love. People love putting VCU in the second round as well. Another team, another upset like Darling. I don't know. If, I don't know like the numbers. People just love to pick VCU. People, people are going to have VCU going to the Sweet 16 uh, as a 12 seed here. They play a tough – well, you're not a big St. Mary's guy, right? Because uh, – uh, just because they're not really tested coming in, that kind of thing. I could be a, a St. Mary's guy at times. Okay. It depends. Okay. This is one I have no idea where I'm going right now. So it's three and a half St. Mary's? Three and a half, yep. Yeah, usually the – We'll start with VCU really quick. I think part of the reason people like VCU is going back to Shaka Smart 2011. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it's, yeah, you know, no, it's fond memories. Uh, yeah, I mean, very odd to see. the a- Usually the A-10 gets a couple teams in. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching that game today. It was VCU and Dayton. I just assumed Dayton was a tournament team. Mm-hmm. And then the bracket came out and VCU was a 12. And I was like, all right, I guess, I guess the A-10 was just – bad this year if, if the winner was the 12 i thought i thought they'd be like i thought vcu would be more like in the eight nine region like 10 maybe mm-hmm. uh so that's that's on me and then saint mary's um yeah i mean they play in gonzaga's uh conference usually it's a two or usually it's a one team because usually gonzaga just steamrolls St. Mary's is the second team that you would see in the tournament. I think they're probably there last year too. Mm, uh, definitely so. not ranked this high. Uh, yeah, I don't know. St. Mary's got smoked by Gonzaga in the conference title game. I think they split during the regular season. Everything else St. Mary's has done, like in conference play, I don't really put all that much stock in, just because it was a weak conference. Yeah, I don't. This is a, this is a. Uh, I don't know where I'm going in this one. It's a toss up. And uh, VCU, of course, beat Dayton, you said, and Dayton knocked off Fordham's hopes uh, yeah. yesterday. Poor Fordham. That was, I, got, I had to mention Fordham as uh, 
there's a New York contingent of this podcast. Yeah. Um, all right. And speaking of the New York contingent of this podcast, the next, the 413, this is maybe, as far as our listeners go, uh, the most anticipated matchup of the tournament of the first might round. Might be nationally, too. Could be nationally. Na- oh, well, because of the interest of what happens afterwards, of course. Yeah. Uh, UConn will play Iona in Albany. UConn. The, co- big- the committee does this shit on purpose. Like, you can't convince <laughs> me they don't. Even like going, if you go up uh, to the region we just covered, mm-hmm. right? Texas. You tell me they didn't line up Texas and Texas A&M to play in the second round. Yeah, definitely. no, they they definitely, yeah, no, they they absolutely know what they're doing. They're like, oh, we seed everybody one through sixty-eight. It's like NATO, NATO. Um, but no, I mean, this is a. I watched Iona play the other night against Marist. Uh, I can't say I was really overly impl- impressed with their talent. Uh, Patino makes a difference, obviously. He does mm-hmm. not let the other team dribble the ball up the court. Mm-hmm. Changed the game uh, the other night when Marist uh, when Marist finally came back and tied it with 10 minutes left. And just, Patino just presses, 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 forced him into some turnovers. And if you looked, if you watched UConn against uh, against Providence in the quarterfinals, a big way Providence was able to get back in that game was the press. UConn doesn't really have a true like a true point guard, like a true ball handler that you want. Andre Jackson's kind of a point forward, not really your traditional uh, guard. So expect Patino to press the shit out of them. Uh, if it's a close game with five minutes left, it's going to be scary for UConn because it's going to be a big coaching advantage for Iona with Patino. Uh, you got to just hope from UConn's standpoint that the talent takes over and they just impose their will on Iona. But if it's a close game, it's you're gonna be sweating there because Iona's gonna have a shot, but the talent the talent gap should it's nine and a half point spread. The the talent should be able to, uh, you know, the talent should be able to take over over forty minutes. It's it's UConn has themselves to blame if they can't win this. You know, don't let Patino be. He's not playing. You know, he's not playing. Don't let Patino be an X factor. Don't allow it to be a close game with five minutes left. Um, but no, I expect I expect this to be. I expect it to be close. I do. Where is Rick Pitino after this game? Uh, hopefully not in the second round. Uh, <laughs> I would say it sounds like St. John's. I mean, it's either St. John's or Georgetown, right? It's got to be one of the two. I would. I would think so. Get back. I'm going to go St. John's. I'm going to go St. John's. If he, I mean. That's terrifying as a Big East fan from go to St. Yeah, John's. but he's only going to be – it's only going to be like, what, he's 70. It's like five years. Yeah, but still, I mean, he's he's one of those guys that just that, – that's – I just don't see him fading away. I just don't. He just – he finds a way to make noise wherever he goes. He's not, a, yeah, he, he's a recruiter. He's going to work that transfer portal. He knows yeah. how to coach, adjustments, he, all that. Yeah. He, he's, a, said, he's a spry 70-year-old. Oh yeah, I've said for years, pound for pound, I think he's the best college coach I've ever seen. Yeah, and you factor in the recruiting with the actual coaching because a lot of mm-hmm. these guys are just recruiters. I mean, most of them are just recruiters; they're not that good at coaches. Yeah, like Patino fucking coaches. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you kind of, you got to use your size against this team. I was watching Iona, but you got to 
get the ball to your big man and just fucking. Yeah. I own and I own is going to try and muck it up. They're going to try and make it ugly, and just make every you know every point matters. Yeah, one of those one of those games like kind of play in the fifties. So, yeah, that'll be there. UConn's going to want to go a little faster. Fluster them. That's yes. Yeah, so I was going to try and fluster. Force them. Force them. Make some turnovers. They kind of lose their confidence a little bit. That's where you strike. Uh, TCU yep. is the sixth seed. Arizona State, Nevada, the play-in uh, for the eleven seed. There. I don't know what anything on the anything on Arizona State, Nevada. Pretty good. Pretty good play-in it's game. Same sort of. It's like a one-point spread. They're basically telling you we don't know what's going to happen either. <laughs> I'm going to lean Nevada only because I feel like Bobby Hurley usually loses these games in March. Yeah, one hundred percent. He sold. I'm, I'm his, he sold his soul for. He sold his soul for two championships. Uh, in the he's early always 90s. in the playing. He lives in the playing game, like that. Yeah, Bobby that's Hurley. a good point. He is there. This is multiple visits to the playing game for Bobby. He's lost the playing game. He's won the playing game. They should name I'm it after. Say... They should, when he retires, they should name the playing game after the Bobby Hur- the Bobby Hurley Invitational. Bobby yeah, Hurley just. Junior, right? I don't know if he's name true. Name true TV. Hurley TV. <laughs> yeah, I'll put on Hurley real quick. Yeah. I see this. <laughs> just call it. Just call it Hurley during March. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like January, February, Izzo. <laughs> Change. Call it Hurley. Uh, and what about TCU? You like TCU at all? Uh, yeah, I, I've never been a huge Playing. Jamie Dixon guy. Going okay. back to his pit days, like a guy who just, just you know, one of those like many, whether it's a coach or a program, it's just snake bitten. Like TCU's been okay. They've had some injuries this year, but I can't envision, like I can't envision TCU in the Final Four. I, I can't close my eyes and see that. That doesn't make, that doesn't make sense. Does it, it make sense when you said it out loud? I was like, well, we're not we're not talking about Final Four, are we? Like, right when you said that, double take, double take what was going on. Yep. All right. Uh, Gonzaga is the three seed in uh, the West here, and they are taking on Grand Canyon, the 14 seed. Yeah, don't know much about Grand Canyon. I'm sure Gonzaga is a big favorite in this game. Uh, we'll see. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, you know, play a little devil's advocate. Maybe Gonzaga, when they're a little more under the radar, they're not a one or a two. They could make, you know, they could, uh, you know, win a few games a little under the radar. No one's picking them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be people picking them for the final four, but, you know, there'll be more people picking Kansas. There'll be more people picking UCLA down there, maybe even UConn. For once, like Gonzaga's kind of batting fourth or fifth in a region. Mm-hmm. Maybe they maybe they do a little bit better flying, uh, you know, flying flying under the radar. We'll see. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But that, that's another team that you're you're going to see a lot of. I think people just pick the name on Gonzaga. People aren't going to be thinking about, you know, uh, three seed under the radar. I think people just automatically they are all, they're like a Kansas, like a Kentucky, Duke. Like people just gravitate like Arizona. For whatever yeah. reason, like just one of those teams that you just always see in people's final four. Yeah, I mean that's how it works. That's how that's how the sport works. Most people start watching now, you know, this time of year, and they just pick what they what they know. I mean, you get it goes both ways though, because like we were just talking about TCU, you're not picking TCU because they're TCU. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of just pick what you know. 
All right. The uh, next game, seven versus 10, is Northwestern versus Boise State. Yeah, I'm seeing Boise as a small favorite by a point. I uh, I mean, it's a coin flip. I, I kind of lean Boise just because they're favored as a 10 seed. Northwestern. Okay, yeah, I, I see I see as a pick them right now. All right, so pick them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, flip a coin. I don't, it's another one. This is a classic true TV game. Seven thirty tip off. There will be better games on probably Thursday Hurley, night. Hurley Network. Yes, Hurley Hurley TV. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, right now I lean Boise, but I subject to change. Fair enough. Um, and UCLA is the two seed in the West, taking on UNC Asheville. Yeah, UCLA seed. probably the best team in the region. Uh, mm. they do. I would monitor. There is an injury, or no, I wouldn't monitor because I think. The kid's out for the year. But the kid Clark, who I believe was an upperclassman, uh, he was a bench player on the team, the, the Final Four team from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out for the year. I think he tore his Achilles. The two guys I do know that are uh, carryovers from the Final Four team are Tiger Campbell, their point guard, mm-hmm. weird hair. Yep. And then Jacquez, that kid, mm-hmm. uh, wavy hair, I guess we'll say. Those two, I like. I like. Uh, I like experience in this tournament. They've made a couple runs last year. Sweet Sixteen lost to Carolina, tough one. Uh, I'm, I, the only thing I'm not sure how to handicap is how much they're going to miss the kid Clark. Okay. And they played in, you know, not the strongest conference, like I said, the Pac-12. But I just like guys who have been there, done that. Uh, UCLA, I think, is a game team. And if you want to look ahead. You know, we say the committee doesn't do these things on purpose. UCLA Gonzaga rematch, Sweet Sixteen. It's it's there. All they gotta do yeah. is win a couple games, and we get UCLA Gonzaga yep. in Vegas on uh, Thursday night. It'll probably be a late one. That'll be a good one. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. It lines up, yeah, perfectly. And I would say the uh, the sleeper in this region. I, mean, I almost want to say TCU just because we wrote them off so <laughs> quickly. I mean, our, I've been I've liked Arkansas all year, even though they haven't been able to really fire. So I, I will say, uh, I will say, Arkansas, Arkansas slash TCU. If you're looking for like a, if you're looking for like a big one, high seed. All right. So I almost want I almost want to give St. Mary's DC one of those teams just because. They're kind of brand names, and I think they could have a winnable matchup against UConn or Iona in the second round, but I don't know who's going to win that game. So I can't really give out a Final Four. If you don't, if you don't have them come out of the first round. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I have no You're idea not... who's winning that game. All right, so that, that's your Final Four is Creighton, Florida Atlantic, Miami, and Arkansas. That's your Final that's Four? It. Yeah, that's nice. it. Right. I'm sure I had it right. Uh, all right, man. The impossible journey begins. Have you ever won one of these things? Uh, a pool, yeah, couple. You've won a couple pools early, though, or like years ago. I haven't had a good bracket in a long time. I'm okay. talking like oh four, oh five, like that. Okay, that area. Yeah, I've had, I had some good brackets back then. I've not had a good bracket in like fifteen years, probably. 
All right. Okay. May you do then. And we just, I'm glad you told us. That should have been a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. First, start giving out picks. <laughs> <laughs> you got to earn the disclaimer. The disclaimer comes at the end. That's fair. That, yeah, that's true. You got to listen to the whole thing for us to tell you the truth about what's going on here. Right, right, right. <laughs> All, All right. right. Who's your champ? Uh, of the four teams I just gave you? No, no, you could scrap all those four. Just who's who's winning the whole thing? All right, let's see. Uh, let me give you a big one. Man, it's it's tough because I can make it's so much easier to just make a case against these teams. Uh, never been a huge. I'm. I'll go UCLA. Okay, I'll take I'll take Houston. Okay, I'll go. I'll roll with them. This is their year to shine. I think I, I, I think I think I rolled with Houston last year and obviously it burned me. But let's go back to yes. the well. These picks are subject to change. I may pick UCLA out against UNC Asheville by, <laughs> by Wednesday. That could change. Right now, they're the safest pick. Uh, yeah, talented team. For sure. All right. All right, man. Uh, you have any days off going in next week, Thursday, Friday? Any plans or are you just kind of rolling with it at work? I'm just rolling with on? it because I was uh, out last week, so it's going to be tough. We'll uh, see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's gonna be, yeah. Right. I'm going to see what I could do. See what, I, what strings I could pull, but it's going to be <laughs> tough. You got to be, be out early on Friday at least. Maybe leave at 4 o'clock. 4. I think it's 4. Four o'clock is looking like it's gonna have to. Your, that's gonna have to happen. Is your boss not like your boss is down with it? He gets it, or he doesn't give a shit? Like, why are you leaving? You know, he's just cool. Yeah, it, he, I mean, he's kind of cool when it comes to March Madness. I like, just a baseball guy, so fair enough. Fair enough. I uh, yeah, but I think I'll be able to squeeze out the door at four o'clock. Hopefully. All right, all right. There you have it, man. Any any final thoughts on the twenty twenty three NCAA bracket? Final four uh, tournament, Clark Kellogg. Don't don't think too hard. That would be my advice. Don't think too hard. Just fill out the bracket and let it let it ride. And what and look at point spreads too. Don't just look at seeds. Look at the point spreads. Yeah, that's yeah, you said that earlier. That's a great call. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, all roads lead to Houston. All right. There you have it. We got a minute left. So whatever you want, what, what, whatever you want to do, we'll be back. Well, Otherwise, we'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, tuning in, everybody. Oh yeah, it's been what a pleasure. I, what it's going to be? I got to see what's going to be on Thursday. Hang on one second. When we're, oh, Thursday when we're on, night. When we're on there. Yeah. I just... uh, uh, let's see. Thursday night, I got Northwestern, Boise State, UCLA will be on late night. Uh, Texas Colgate, AM Penn State. We'll have that Houston game. Houston. Uh, Tennessee, Louisiana. All right. Sounds good, man. Until then, great week. Good luck in your brackets. Thanks for spending the time with us at Sunday Pool. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Peace. Peace.